Welcome to the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast. My name is Ines Padar, and I'm a spiritual mindset and business coach. The goal of this podcast is to help you use the full power of your subconscious mind to ditch imposter syndrome, raise your vibration, unlock the doors to abundance, and grow a low stress and high income business. So let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a new podcast episode. I have just downloaded four episodes ideas, and the goal of these four next episodes is short and sweet, which historically I've not been good at, but I want you to be able to uh, consume that content without it feeling too overwhelming, because the gold in it is just too good not to listen to ASAP. Um, So... In today's episode, I want to talk about how I manifested things that I was never able to manifest before since approximately April of 2022, but more powerfully and intensely since January or the beginning of this year in 2023. Some of the things I had never been able to manifest and that I really believed was only for other people, like they had some sort of special power that I didn't, was, for example, receiving a check in the mail or receiving money back from taxes or discovering a long lost bank account which had an amount on it i was like how can you even forget that you had a bank account coming from a financial background i was like that's not even possible or even manifesting very small things like a coffee or a feather or finding like um, a coin in the streets i wouldn't dare even try to manifest a one dollar bill or the equivalent in our currency in switzerland because I had never manifested those things before when I had tried, as small as they were. Like, my manifestations kind of happened, but I never really felt that I was an active part of it. And it's like, it's a subtle balance, because there was one thing I always knew when I started my business, is that I would be a millionaire and have a seven-figure business. So that helped immensely, because I had the belief, and the universe kind of rearranged my life to make it happen and that's why I generated a lot of income but I wasn't ever really trying to specifically manifest some things that I believe that only other people could manifest and it was just not for me. So until April of 2022 I would very successfully manifest things but without really knowing how. It kind of happened uh, and sometimes well beyond my expectations which is great, but which also made me feel extremely anxious deep down because I didn't know why it was working. Like I hadn't consciously tried to attract some of these things. For example, when I had my bootcamp launch that was like absolutely crazy and I enrolled 54 people, I was like hoping to get three to five and for the launch not to flop. And then I got 54, which was like outstanding and exceptional, But it also left me with this chronic anxiety about how did I do this? Like maybe I just got lucky and it's just a matter of time before the luck machine turns off. Um, And then, you know, I launched a mastermind in Black Friday of 2020. And again, I made like $58,000 and then a second Black Friday offer and I made $20,000 with that. Like it was insane. Um... But again, I could not get rid of this kind of constant state of guilt or worry that 
I wasn't even like journaling back then. I wasn't meditating. Like I wasn't doing all of the things that you usually have to do to manifest. And a mentor I had back then made a very, you know, smart comment, which made me feel slightly better. She said, Ines, when you heal from your depression and by the last three years of you meditating daily, etc., etc., you have done the heavy lifting. You have changed from within. So now you're experiencing all of these positive changes without, um, with, not without you, outside of you. So it's normal. And all of these manifestation practices or like the vision board or the meditation or the affirmations, that's not what makes you manifest. It's not the doing, but it's how it's making you feel. And maybe you are just feeling that way without having to do these things because you've worked on yourself so much already, which I had. I had been doing like EFT between one to four hours a day for like four months straight when I did my depression work, um, releasing like a bunch of very traumatic things, like I had done my job in the inner work department. So I was kind of satisfied with that explanation. However, there was something interesting about my manifestation process or lack of, lack of manifestation process, which was that I never dared try to manifest something very specific. So yes, I said, oh, you know, I want a one-on-one client or I want a successful launch, but I would never set myself a deadline by when I wanted it. And I would keep it kind of vague, like, yeah, it would be great if one day I had a one-on-one client. And I would never manifest the simple things that every manifestation coach tells you to start with, like a coffee. Everyone says, start with manifesting small things like a coffee or like a dollar bill in the street or a feather or whatnot. And I never did that. And the reason why is because I was so afraid that I wouldn't manifest it. So for a long time, I fooled myself into believing that I was a non-specific manifester. So there are two types of manifestors, specific manifestors, non-specific manifestors, or a combination of both. Um, non-specific manifestors like me is that we focus more on how something is going to make us feel. So if I want to manifest a house, I'm going to feel great about it. I'm going to feel safe, you know, peaceful, etc., etc. But the details of the house don't really matter. Whereas specific manifestors, they know like what couch they want, what shade of pink on their bed sheets, like what house plant and where, the exact layout, the exact location. And that's what makes them feel excited. So I just thought, oh, I'm a non-specific manifestor. So that's why, you know, I'm not trying to manifest very specific things. But the truth was, is the truth is that I was a fearful manifestor. Now, if I go deeper into the fear, I would tell myself, and I wouldn't even consciously do that. It was all buried in the depths of my subconscious and nervous system. But basically the fear was this one. What if I try to manifest a coffee and I don't manifest it? Then that would mean that I'm incapable of manifesting something as simple as a coffee. And if I can't manifest a coffee, God forbid that I can't manifest, you know, a 10K launch or a successful business or consistent clients for the next 10 or 20 or 30 years. It would mean that I, even when I have a process, a manifestation process, I have no guarantee that it's ever going to work if I can't even do it with a coffee, which means that I would feel completely fearful and scared and anxious about my dream life never manifesting or my dream business never manifesting because, again, I have no control and no process and I don't really have a system that works. 
So that means that I might have to go back to my nine to five that I hate. And that means that I would have to say goodbye to my dream of having a successful business. So instead of facing the potential of that, of having to say goodbye to my dreams and doing something I hate, which was finance, I did the ostrich and buried my head in the sand and just decided that I would not try to manifest a coffee or a dollar bill or a feather or a butterfly or, you know, a client by date X, because at least if I don't try, I can't fail. And if I can't fail, I don't have to face the difficult possibility that I have to say goodbye to my dreams. Now, saying goodbye to your dreams is abandonment trauma. So when you look at the chemicals that are released in your body and the neurological activity in your brain, that happens when someone is thinking of having to say goodbye to their dreams. It's the same chemical response and the same parts of the brain that are activated when someone is getting abandoned. Like when a child just got abandoned by a parent or when, I don't know, like a significant other broke up with us and we feel abandoned. It's the exact same chemicals and neurological pathways that are activated and the same stress response. So being afraid that my dreams would never come true was... Uh, unhealed abandonment, which was making me feel extremely unsafe and out of control and helpless. Now, coming into how all of that shifted. So eventually, um, my business crashed. So I was successfully manifesting these crazy things I just mentioned, like $55,000 launches, $60,000 launches, $108,000 launches in May of 2021. And excuse me, my chair is a bit squeaky. And then it all came crashing down from September 21 to April 2022, during which I made approximately zero dollars. It was horrible because basically the thing I feared the most manifested itself. So me being completely out of control and not being able to work myself and do myself into success. So I would do all of the right things for my launch. Like the strategy was on point. We were everywhere on all platforms like tagging people into the live launch event like everything you can possibly do to maximize the results was being done but the launch flopped anyways and then it happened again and then it happened again until the point where I was so paralyzed about launching again and it not working and running out of money because until then I was like living on my savings that of the $360,000 I had made previously. So I was still pretty comfy. But as months went by and as taxes were being paid, I was having less and less money in my bank account. And the less I had, the more fearful I became about launching because what if I launched and I had no money, which would just confirm that this business was over and that I would have to go back to my job. So while all of that was happening, which was not fun, I also had for free abandonment trauma resurfacing in Costa Rica in March of 2022. Hello. So something triggered a deep fear around relationships um, and yeah, abandonment trauma that was triggered by a relationship. So I had two big problems. I had my business going south and not generating income and this huge abandonment trauma that was basically making me cry and feel miserable. And I was convinced that it was two distinct matters which had nothing to do with each other. So I first tried to salvage the business because I wanted and needed money. 
but eventually I had to put that on the back burner because I was feeling so miserable with the abandonment trauma coming up that that became the first priority. So I just kind of took one for the team and said, okay, I'll work on that first. And when I'm feeling a bit better, I'll, I'll do the business again. Surprise, surprise, abandonment and business are completely linked. So I started my abandonment trauma work and abandonment trauma can sound extremely dramatic and maybe you're like, no, 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 I don't have that. I never got abandoned. I wasn't adopted. My parents didn't leave me on the curb on a rainy day alone in the dark and cold. Abandonment can be things as simple as your way of receiving love might be physical affection and your parents never gave you that. Maybe they had words of affirmation or maybe they would buy you gifts to show love but never gave you affection. And that can trigger unhealed abandonment because we feel that we were never good enough or worthy enough for them to show us the the love the way we need, needed to receive it, right? So it can be very subtle. So I started my inner work on feeling worthy just as I was because what was coming up is was that I was feeling unimportant. I was feeling unworthy of meeting someone who would choose me and consistently show up for me. I was also feeling extremely unworthy about my business. I was feeling like a failure in my business because as a mindset and business coach, my job is to make money and teach other people to make money. And now that was taken away from me. And I thought that no one would ever want to work with me again because I was an incapable coach and mentor who was incapable, I was extremely hard with myself, who was incapable of making her business work. So why on earth would someone want to work with me? And I really believed that at my core, not understanding that there are so many reasons why people want to work with me that have nothing to do with my external achievements. And a bunch of clients that I'm, that have now become, become very close friends, they said like, I could not care less how much you were making. I didn't even really notice that you weren't making as much anymore. I wanted to work with you because I felt that you understood me at a deep level. I felt that I could relate to your story, that you had gone through some similar things that I'm going through so that you would be the best person who can help me out of that. They didn't care about the things I thought they would care about, but that's a different topic. I digress. So I was doing all of this deep work of feeling safe now, not needing money to feel safe, feeling worthy now, not needing a man to give me worthiness or my business to be successful, to feel worthy and intelligent and showing consistency and love to myself so I could manifest more consistency and love from the outside and healing the crippling fear and anxiety that I was causing me to procrastinate about my launch and getting to a point where I could regulate my nervous system and my primal fears where if a launch flopped, it didn't matter. And that was a big turning point because I would go into such despair when things were not working in my launch. It would trigger so much fear, so much anger, so much helplessness. And I was like, okay, I want to get to a point where I enter a launch being extremely excited about standing up for myself and my dreams and going through that process, but being completely okay, regardless of what the outcome is and regardless of how many people sign up. So I did all of that work and I got to that point. And it wasn't even that hard because once you know exactly how to heal abandonment, which is a very specific, precise protocol, but it's simple and it works very fast in a matter of 14 to 21 days, you already start seeing results, even less. 
Um, so as I was doing my abandonment work in March and April of 2022, I started to manifest crazy things without even trying. So I had one-on-one clients reaching out in my DMs, even though I hadn't talked about my one-on-one program for at least 18 months. I manifested finding money, which I had never manifested before. I manifested a forgotten bank account with $700 in it. And that was one of these things that I used to believe only other people could manifest. So all of these manifestation stories of people getting money back from taxes or a check in the mail or discovering this long lost account that they had forgotten about with money on it. I was like, that's only for like manifestation success story books. Like I, I don't manifest those things. It's not available to me. Like it, I don't know. Something about me is I, I just don't manifest these things. Boom. I started manifesting them. And then I started becoming excited about setting goals. So when I had my very successful launches, I would just hope that it wouldn't be a flop. And I would hope for three to five people to join. And then I had this massive success, which was amazing. But I was like, how did I even do that? I wasn't even trying. I wasn't even like setting great objectives for myself. And that's why I was so confused at why it was working. Um, but now I, I started to be okay being excited about setting goals because it didn't matter if it didn't work. I didn't have that pressure about if it doesn't work, it means that you have to say goodbye to your dreams anymore because I had healed that. And that's when crazy stuff started to manifest that I had never manifested before. I discovered a forgotten bank account with $700 on it. And conveniently, the next day, I was surfing in Costa Rica. And a girl said, oh, I'm selling my scooter. And I was like, oh, I'm looking for a scooter. How much is it? And she said $700. So I manifested the scooter and the money for the scooter within 24 hours. Um, I manifested a 10% conversion rate on my tripwire on my passive income funnel in my last launch, even though it wasn't looking like it was happening at all. But I said to the universe, I want a 10% conversion rate. Like just figure it out. This is not my problem. Make it happen. And this is a healthy sense of entitlement. And this was the second point I wanted to get at through this episode, which I will conclude soon. Very often when we have unhealed abandonment or unhealed primal fears around finances and money, Not only that, but majorly, we don't have a healthy sense of entitlement. So being an entitled, you know, raccoon demanding stuff from other people is not okay. But having a healthy sense of entitlement for what you want to receive from the universe is very healthy. And I would even go further by arguing that the lack of a healthy sense of entitlement is just a reflection of us not feeling worthy of asking and receiving. So I never used to ask because I was afraid I wasn't going to receive. Now I demand and I receive because I'm not afraid. So with my 10% conversion rate, I was like, universe, I don't care how, but you're going to make it happen. And it did. So only when I did the deeper work and released deeper layers of fear of running out of money, not feeling worthy, needing my external circumstances to be a certain way in order to feel appreciated or important or safe, especially safe, when I was able to heal that, did I start manifesting crazy things? And did I start trying to manifest things without the fear that it wouldn't happen? Like 
something as simple as a coffee. And now I love challenging myself. Like I was like, oh, it would be so nice to go to the amusement park. Could I make it happen? Boom, 24 hours later, a friend calls me and says he received two tickets for the amusement park and do I want to go with him? Or I was like, it would be so nice to have a skateboard in Costa Rica because mine is in Switzerland. Two weeks later, a guy I met at the skateboard gives me his skateboard and they're worth like $250, they're expensive. He just gave it to me and it started to become fun. And when manifestation starts to become fun, when launching becomes fun, when putting an offer out there or having goals for your business becomes fun versus fear-inducing, that's when you unlock your next manifestation superpowers. I also want to add that you absolutely don't need to be completely healed before you can manifest nice things. Of course, I manifested $360,000 in my first 18 months of my business, even though I had this massive abandonment trauma that was just lingering under the carpet, waiting to be triggered. And the reason why I was able to do that is because I had done all of the inner work during my depression work that had transformed me from within, so I experienced the positive ripple effects without, not without, outside of me. Work within triggered positive results on the outside of me because I felt more worthy and more confident in my ability to succeed once I had gotten rid of all of the unworthiness and trauma and PTSD, did I manifest good things, but then it stagnated. Why did it stagnate? And you might be asking yourself, well, why is my situation stagnating? Or why is my income crashing? Or not, you know, really evolving the way I want it? Or why is my Instagram account not growing? Or why can't I increase my prices or whatnot? Just like I was crashing and stagnating in my business. Well, it's because now there is a deeper layer of unhealed stuff or unhealed fear or anxiety that needs to be released and the universe will only allow us to leap to the next level when we have the emotional toolkit or the emotional um, basic equipment to thrive at the next level. So I couldn't become a seven-figure business owner when I had all of those worthiness issues of feeling that I was only worthy as a business owner and mentor if I was making money because that was a disaster waiting for happen like the minute your business makes less money you completely fall apart and falling apart and you know crashing down would have been terrible if I was already making seven figures because maybe I would have had a team I would most likely definitely have had a team people whose salaries needed to be paid so if I had crashed at seven figures, the way I crashed at multiple six figures, the consequences would have been terrible. And the universe knew that. So it said, I won't allow you to scale to seven figures until you get your worthiness together, until you regulate your nervous system, until you learn not to put so much importance on a launch, until you can get excited and positive about the future instead of fearful that you can't manifest. So that's why the stagnation needed to happen. It, didn't, it needed to trigger me and upset me to a point where I could let all of these things that were not healed come up to the surface so I could process them, heal them, release them, which then 
opened the door to a whole bunch of manifestation that wasn't available to me until then. So if you're stagnating, if your income has been decreasing, or if you're just not leaping to the next level the way you want, it's simply a reflection of something that needs to be healed and released so that from within, the version of you and your beliefs and your expectations about the future are aligned with that new new next level that you want to reach in your business or life. And this is exactly what we do in the Reactivate the Client Magnet program, uh, the doors of which are opening this Sunday. I give you all of the tools that I used to release these like primal fears and primal feelings of unworthiness or financial trauma or being afraid that I would run out of money, etc., etc., that is usually programmed between ages 0 to 7 and very likely to be passed down from your parents and their parents and their parents, so it's a generational thing. You get all of the tools in this program to regulate your nervous system, to release the deeper layers of why you're stuck because it's unlikely to be your strategy, But I also added a bunch of modules on strategy, shifting your content, shifting your offers, how to be a great communicator, how to have a funnel, how to close your calls, so that you also have absolute confidence in your strategy and in that the action you're taking is going to get you results and that the offers you're selling are great and that the content you're putting out there is going to convert people and that your sales funnel is going to bring in money. Because when you expect things to work, it's the law of expectation things work when you feel unclear or confused about your offer you get more unclarity and stuff to be confused about and you don't get what you want so this is why i'm combining both so you can get all of the details as well as a complete breakdown of everything that's included in the modules uh, in the show note of this episode i hope that this was extremely helpful and if i had to summarize uh, this entire episode in a few sentences The thing that unlocked a whole new level of manifestation and excitement and confidence about my ability to manifest was healing the deep fears of what would happen if I couldn't manifest. So I had to heal the what if, what if I can't manifest, what would that mean? It would mean that I can never have control on my finances and maybe I won't have a successful business and maybe I have to go back to my job and my life will be miserable because I have to say goodbye to all of my dreams. Only when I was able to heal that, only when I reached a place of peace about I'm going to launch something and this might flop. Am I okay with that? Can I see a launch flop as a neutral event, just like when you go play tennis and you have a bad tennis day and nothing goes right? You just say, it was a bad day at tennis, it will be better tomorrow. Can I bring that energy to my launch, to my sales, to my business? Once you can, that's when you start leaping to a whole new level. And this is the energy of unbothered, of if it doesn't work, it's fine because it will work eventually. It's just a matter of time before I get what I want. I don't care if my funnel is not converting the way I expected because it will convert later. I don't care if my algorithm is doing me dirty because everyone always finds me anyways. I don't care if that client said no for $3,000 because there's another client around the corner who's going to say yes. That's the energy of unbothered and I've been on my unbothered experiment since June and I have never seen so many things unlock so easily with less of my time, worry and work 
involved in the process. So link in the show notes for all of the information about the program. The enrollment opens on Sunday and the earlier you enroll, the more you save up to $700. So you can enroll at $997 also with payment plans if that feels aligned to you. And ultimately the investment for that program will be $1,697 or more. Let's see. So thank you for listening and I will see you in one of the next three episodes that are also capsules of wisdom uh, or reframes that can really help you in your business now. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's podcast. Now, if you want to experience the full power of your subconscious mind to manifest more abundance and more clients towards you while you sleep, I've got a gift for you the Abundance Hypnosis Recording. It will help you let go of imposter syndrome and money blocks directly at the subconscious level and rewire your mind to energetically attract and manifest more abundance and clients. This recording has already helped thousands of women let go of deep-seated limiting beliefs and negative blueprints they didn't even know they had. And all you have to do is go to inaspadar.ch slash abundance recording in one word, And of course, all of this is in the show notes. So see you next time on the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast.